Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. Well, this is the big week that we count down to for two whole years. With all the excitement of the Solheim Cup last week, Elk were being spoiled in 2023 with the Ryder Cup at Marco Simone in Rome this week. Yes, I can't wait, Diane. I watched I watched the Solheim Cup. It was very exciting. Um, the Europeans did it in the end, and I can't help but think a couple of months ago, you and I were discussing your team and how weak your team was on paper a couple of months ago, and all of a sudden, things have tightened back together. Uh, everyone's over in Rome now, and now they're sort of picking uh, Europe to possibly do the double. Is that actually going to happen? We're going to discuss it all this week and let's see if we can figure this out. Yeah, too right. Well, uh, you don't have a horse in this race, so you can be the one that maybe sits on the fence <laughs> or you can take the US team. It's completely up to you. But um, we obviously know that I am 100% team Europe. I'm wearing I my blue. I have my Ryder Cup shirt on today. <laughs> I'm so neutral, Diane, that I, I pick favorite <laughs> matches. Uh, like if I have two guys that I like, doesn't matter what side they're on, I'm going to pull for them. Yeah, and um, and we'll get into all that because I think we're going to have some real fireworks and some really entertaining matches, which we always do in the Ryder Cup. My house is an interesting one this week because I'm Scottish. My mom is Scottish. My dad's American. My husband's American. Already this morning, I looked out because um, I was at the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits working for Team Europe and I had looked out all my Europe Ryder Cup gear. So I went to get it this morning before the show and it's not where I'd left it. So I text my husband and I was like, hey, listen, um, did you hide my... Back. And he had hid it. So I searched the house and luckily I know his hiding places and found it above the cooker in like a dusty cupboard. So I had to like get it all brushed off this morning. But the real question is our son, who's nearly 11 months old, who's he gonna support this week? Because he's half and half. And when he becomes a world famous professional golfer, he can pick which team he wants to play for. 
Even better. Even better. <laughs> oh, right. Well, lots to cover this week. Um, as we said, the Ryder Cup in 2021 was at Whistling Straits. So we go from being in a field in the middle of Wisconsin to the eternal city, Rome, Italy, at this stunning golf course that has been completely redesigned and reconstructed for this Ryder Cup. Elk, what do you make of the Ryder Cup being in Rome? Well, it's where the original uh, gladiators fought it out to the death, Diane. So. I listened to the press conference this morning of Luke Donald and Zach Johnson. They're all very excited about, you know, their time of being together and hitting balls down by the Coliseum. Um, you know, this course is what we're going to have to focus on today a little bit. You know, the Europeans have a very, um, a very good history of beating the Americans in Europe. I think you told me it hasn't been for 30 years. The Americans yeah. have not bought the Ryder Cup back from Europe. And there's a reason for that. They're very um, studious in their, in their study and of how they win this cup. And a lot of it comes down to course conditions. And what I mean by that is they've figured out a way that sort of stops the Americans from winning in Europe. And what does that mean? Well, they figured out a, a formula that uh, if, they, if they grow a lot more rough and it's more penal off the tee uh, mm -hmm. than that we're used to in America, then it suits the Europeans and they're, they're ready for that. They practice for that and they do all that. And the Americans uh, it never was more in focus than when they went to Paris and the rough was a foot deep and Tiger and all these guys were spraying all over the place and they just got rolled over by mm -hmm. a totally motivated European team. This is a very hard sort of uh, event to handicap, Diane, because you could play some very good golf and lose your match. You could play some average golf and win your match. You know, it's sort of our job to explain what we think is going to happen, what potential pairings, why are they doing that, who goes first, who doesn't, uh, all these. We've got three rookies on the American team. We've got four rookies on the European team. Will they hide some of the rookies on the European team to try to get ahead? All these things are all factors that have to be taken into consideration. Yeah. As you say, in 2018 at Le Golf National in Paris, the Europeans won by seven points. Last year at Whistling Straits, the Americans won by 10 points. So the last two Ryder Cups, it really hasn't been close. But I saw this great stat and um, Jamie Kennedy, he actually played college golf with my brother and he works for, um, I think Golf Digest now, but excellent on Twitter. And he threw out this stat yesterday that I wanted to put to you because he said, USA v Europe, obviously, since 1979, there's been a total of 588 Ryder Cup matches. Europe leads overall 295.5 points to USA's 292.5. So over 44, well, in 44 years of competition, there is a three-point differential. And I just mentioned two, we've had some epic Ryder Cups and there's three points that separate them total, which is mind blowing to me. Well, people say that they think the Europeans, the Ryder Cup means more to the Europeans and it may very well do, but it certainly means a lot to this American squad as well. There's a lot going on in America. It's a much bigger country. They're playing football. They're doing all these other things. Baseball is coming on. But this this golf tournament, Diane, this Ryder Cup, yes, I know the, the Europeans are fanatical about it. I mean, the Irish, the Scottish, you've got 
a Scotsman in there this year mm -hmm. who's won on this very course. I'm eager to hear what you're going to be saying about that young fella. Mm -hmm. um, and he is young compared to me. Uh, Rory <laughs> McIlroy, of course, will be there with Shane Lowry from Ireland will be well represented. Uh, it's just, you know, Europe really pulls together. I don't know like any other sport uh, in Europe where they pull together for one common cause like they do for the mm -hmm. Ryder Cup, Diane. It's amazing. And that gives a distinct advantage. I mean, we just saw the Solheim Cup. They finished 14 to 14, Diane, tied. And Europe retained the cup because they had that home court advantage. And after all that golf, over all that hilly course and windy and all those conditions, it came down to be basically a tie. Yeah. I told you two months ago that your team was looking very sick and you agreed. <laughs> But it is considerably stronger than it was two months ago for a number of reasons mm -hmm. that we'll talk about. But the American team is very strong as well. I don't yeah. know if the American team is in good form, but, you know, Scheffler's putted poorly. Rahm, however, played poorly in the in the uh, Tour Championship. Rory, of course, is good. Hovland's the winner. Hatton's there. Fitzpatrick. All these guys, they've all got potential. But it's really the combination, Diane, of the, the teams that – they're the most uh, interesting to me. When I played on, I think, four or five President's Cup teams, it's all about the combination and can these two players gel together to play their best golf to beat a motivated team who's got exactly the same motivations as you do. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look at the teams in a little while and we'll go through and who we think maybe some potential um, matchups and pairings could be. But... I want to go back to what you just said there about it being a tie at the Solheim Cup. And because Europe were the defending champions, they retained the cup. The Ryder Cup's only ended in a tie twice before. And the, the last time was back in the 80s. Why is there not a playoff to decide who wins the Ryder Cup? Why is it that if it's 14 to 14, whoever is defending gets to keep it for another two years? Could anyone take that much pressure, Diane, of one single hole playoff for the Ryder Cup? That's just too much, isn't imagine, it? Well, imagine they had like the captains had to play this like one playoff hole, or I don't know, they each got to pick like their highest ranked player or the highest of the wild card picks or the rookies. I don't know, but I I just I can't get past that we have the possibility of just a tie and they shake hands and go home. But like, to me, it's just not what it's about. Like somebody has to win. Yes, I think that's what everyone goes there for. I mean, Rome has been, Rome has, there's never probably been a city that was more least likely thought of for a golf venue. But now here we are and there's probably never been a better venue with the history of Rome itself for a competition of whatever yeah. you whatever you want to call it. And I saw the, the Coliseum. We know that the first tee at the Ryder Cup is just sensational. And as I said, I was there last year. We were at the first tee when it was still pitch black and people were running in the morning to get their seats. The atmosphere there from the break of dawn until the very last match gets underway is like nothing I've ever experienced before. And this year they have it set up like an enormous coliseum. The atmosphere there on Friday morning, I'm going to have to set my alarm and wake up. Well, actually, I have an 11-month-old baby who wakes me up at 1 a.m., so maybe I'll be fine. <laughs> um, it, you can't miss that. I think it's going to be one of those moments that we're going to look back on in golf for a really long time. 
So we have four rookies on each team, Diane. I don't think for the very reason you just stated there, not sure if we'll see a rookie on the very first morning. We need some more experience, possibly. Uh, the American team, uh, interestingly enough, has gone back to the pod system. For those of you that don't know what the pod system is, they've taken their uh, 12 players and they've put them into four, uh, three groups of four. And they will match up uh, probably out inside of those those groups, those pods. And essentially, um, each one of them will, will tell you who which four. And it seems to me, Diane, it's pretty easy to figure out once you know the pods, who's going to be playing with who, um, at least I can tell for most of them. Yeah. Right. Well, let's have a look at both the sides, Team USA and Team Europe. And the Europeans have won eight of the last 11 Ryder Cups. So 12 in each team. Obviously, we have talked a lot about the, the captain's picks and who were the automatic qualifiers. Let's start by looking at Team USA and the pod, I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday, so nothing has been like formally announced when it comes to these pods. However, the practice rounds that were out on Tuesday, these are the groupings. So the first group were Spieth, Thomas, Cantley, and Shoffley. So no surprises there whatsoever. That's one of that's one of the pods right there. And that's probably the two strongest teams from history. That's, yeah, I think. The, the strongest American team, as you just said, uh, is Cantlay and Shoffley. I think they're very emotionally stable players, particularly Shoffley just doesn't seem to have a heartbeat in the Ryder Cup, just just goes about his business and does it. The JT-Spieth combination, they're looking for a some history to spark that relationship again. <laughs> it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous pairing, Diane, because as we know, JT has been out of form. They're pushing him very hardly to get into form. They want him in form. The team captains and everyone have said that he is the motivator behind this team. Hasn't had a great golf season. Spieth is very uh, incredible match player, probably the Seve Ballesteros on this team, Diane. But he's also an inconsistent driver. To me, if I'm Zach Johnson, this is this is a uh, dangerous pairing diane to put out say in a foursomes match for example if we start in foursomes we don't know which one they're going to start with yet i probably wouldn't put jt and speed out. i'd look elsewhere for, oh, really? for someone more more strikers so we're getting into it straight away we are do you know i'm just going to throw it out there i disagree <laughs> and i think that justin thomas is going to hit the opening tee shot for team usa on friday okay yeah, I think that Zach Johnson has a lot of confidence in him. I think JT's been working very hard, goes without saying. You know, obviously this means a lot to him. And I think that we see, he's like an Ian Poulter in some sense, in that this just brings out like that fire and just a different side in him. And I think it's going to be the kick that his game needs. So I think that uh, JT is going to be a key player on Friday morning. Maybe. Yeah, and you know, I can I'll, I'll run down the American team and just give you the highlights of sort of each one of them. We, of course, we got Scheffler at the top. He's a little bit concerning. He's probably the number one player in the world or thereabouts. Uh, great season. Wyndham Clark, U.S. Open champion, a rookie. Brian Harmon uh, won the Open championship, left-hander. He'll be very fired up. Cantlay, of course, solid player. Honma, who plays 
was very hot on the West Coast and is starting to heat up a little bit. Shoffley, as we already talked about. Brooks Kepka from Live Golf, the PGA champion and the runner-up in the Masters. Jordan Spieth, the effervescent Sebi Ballesteros of the American team, and the one who can get up and down, can destroy the hearts of other players with his putting and chipping. Ricky Fowler, back in form, Diane, with a win late in the year. Colin Morikawa, a slight question mark with his short game, but super player Justin Thomas we've already spoke of. And then, of course, Sam Burns, who won the World Match Play Championship, who has not been in form every week, but he's a very good player. And it's interesting that I think he'll finish up in his pod, uh, Diane, he's in a pod right now with Scheffler and Burns, Kepka and, and Harmon. And Scheffler being the worst putter in this whole Ryder Cup will probably get paired with the best putter on the American team, which is Sam Burns. So yeah. I expect I expect Scotty Scheffler to hit the first tee shot in Rome is my pick, Diane. The, the, um, we said that the practice rounds that were announced are maybe a, a real indicator of the pods. Um, so Speed Thomas, Cantley, Shoffley, Morikawa, Harmon, Fowler and Homa. I would put um, Morikawa and Homa together. Harmon and Fowler. Um, and then Shuffler... kind of The Americans have kind of gone out of their sort of pod format slightly with the practice round today. And yeah. I see that in at this match here because... The sort of the, the pod, Diane, of Wyndham Clark, Max Honma, Ricky Fowler and Morikawa is not exactly a, a clicking yeah. fit for me. Yeah, they kind of switched um, Brian Harmon and Wyndham Clark from the press conference announcement to the practice round pods. So I had thought that Kepka and Harmon might be a good pairing, but I think now Kepka and Wyndham Clark, that is a all-American power pairing right there. And then, as you said, um, Scheffler and Burns playing together. Yeah, and I think there's been a sort of a, a small indication that they may start foursomes matches first, right out of the mm -hmm. gate, Diane. Um, so we need guys that can hit the fairway. You know, Scheffler, of course, we've already mentioned that, probably play with Burns. Shoffley and Cantlay for sure, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, you think maybe JT and Spieth could be the third group. And then the fourth, when I think of hitting fairways, I'm thinking Colin Morikawa and yeah. maybe Onma. They're very straight hitters, leaving off some firepower. But um, And those could certainly be reversed. So he sits Scheffler, the best ball striker in the whole Ryder Cup. Straight hitting course needed. Lots of greens and regs needed. Scheffler will be considered the anchor of the American team just from ball striking. However, the question mark will be, can he make a putt? Mm -hmm. Just, I'm going to say out loud here, so it reminds me more than anything, but four sims is alternate shot, four ball, One ball is play. baseball. Yeah. Yes, okay, there we go. <laughs> and we will um, see that flip-flop, obviously, Friday morning will be one, Friday afternoon the other and then the same on Saturday, and then Sunday, we have one session of 12 singles matches. And well, with 28 points on the table, the fireworks can happen on Sunday. And as we mentioned before, in the last two Ryder Cups, there's been a, a big difference in points at the end. Um, and last uh, two years ago at Whistling Straits, Sunday, 
It felt like maybe the Europeans were going to come back in the morning, but then it was a complete whitewash by <laughs> by the afternoon. Well, why don't you give me a little rundown of your team's uh, highlights for each player for me? Please. Okay, well, obviously we have Rory McIlroy, who's the, the captain of our ship up at the top, who has played very well at Marco Simone before in the Italian Open on the DP World Tour. Um, Victor Hovland, who's probably the hottest player in the world right now, um, who won the FedEx Cup, had won the BMW right before that, just had a good finish at the um, BMW over on the DP World Tour as well. So we're all about Hovland and this is his first home Ryder Cup. So he's going to be, the reception that all these guys get from the Euro supporters is going to be phenomenal. Can you imagine the electricity that's going to be around Hovland? Just won the FedEx Cup. And they love him. Like, he's the most likable guy ever. Um, so Super rich. Think, Super rich. Yeah. You think there'll be some <laughs> girls out there following Hovland? I mean, is that a factor? I, I mean, those Italian women are extremely glamorous and good-looking, aren't they? I don't know if he's got a girlfriend or what. Um, anyway, John Ram, who's had a dip in form lately. We've covered that. But then it's Masters champion. It's a Ryder Cup. Tommy Fleetwood, who's in good form. I'm excited to see Tommy Fleetwood, who, you know, we think back to um, Tommy Fleetwood and Francesco Molinari and that fantastic pairing in Paris and everything they achieved. And Fleetwood, as we said, in great form right now. So I'm excited for that. Terrell Hatton, um, again, fireworks, sparky wee guy. <laughs> so, but I really like him um, this year. I think this is going to be a good Ryder Cup for him. Ludwig Aberg who is the new kid on the block in every sense of the word. He is, this is his first Ryder Cup, obviously. He only turned pro back in June at the RBC Canadian Open. And we've just seen him win on the DP World Tour. Not only that, he is in his last three starts on the DP World Tour. He's had a win, a fourth place and a tenth place. So if anything was going to really cement the fact that he deserved that Luke Donald captain's pick, he went out and he was like, hey, <laughs> there you go. Um, Justin Rose, who won at Pebble Beach earlier this year. Really good to see the way that he's kind of revitalized his career. And he's back in the Ryder Cup. Shane Lowry, Nikolai Hoygaard, who has won the Italian Open before as well. Sepp Straka making his debut. Matt Fitzpatrick and Robert McIntyre, the Scot. Now, I mentioned them together because Robert McIntyre won the Italian Open at Marco Simone and beat Matt Fitzpatrick in a playoff to get that victory. Um, so guys with some good course history around here as well. Um, but I think our team looks great. And I was worried about our team after whistling straights and couldn't see where those gaps were gonna be filled from losing the likes of Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia. And then look where we are. I think that um, we have a really strong group of 12 guys. Yeah, and going back to the golf course, the next few days is what they're what they're looking at and what the captains are looking at and what the guys in the pods are looking at is Definitely. the Europeans also like to slow the greens down. They keep them sort of a medium paced as opposed to America where they try to get them as fast as possible. And that throws off everyone when they go over there, except the Europeans. They've, they've always been able to putt those greens really well. And that's a big advantage. I mean, I love the fact that the home team gets to set up the golf course the way they want to. I think that's a special factor in the Ryder Cup that I love so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I look down your team, Diane. I look at possible matchups. We already have to consider that McElroy is going to play 
with Lowry until they're beaten. If that was me and on the on the American team and Rory's already said he wants to play with Lowry, that would be a feather in the Americans cap to try to split that group up by uh, by beating that team. Uh, John Rahm, will we see him again, Diane, with Terrell Hatton? They they won a match, I think, late at Whistling Straits. That was a kind of a fiery team right there. Yeah. I mean, Rahm, as fired up as he gets, I mean, I don't think he can get more fired up than Hatton. So they have yeah. to have equal fired up people together in on a match. Uh, those two, you can't get uh, any fired up. I think John Rahm, uh, we don't have an Italian on the team, so I think John Rahm's going to hit the opening tee shot with Scotty Scheffler uh, this week. I know you and I are having a little prop bet. Um, <laughs> who, who do you have teeing off first in Europe? I know it's not going to be Robert McIntyre. Not a rookie, not a left-hander on the first shot. I, I would love that, of course. Um, I I think Rory. I think Rory will... I, well, maybe Hovland. I'm going to go with Victor Hovland hitting the opening tee shot for Team Europe. Who, who's the... Uh, we know who the captain of the team is, but... Who's the heartbeat of, of the European team? Is it Rory or is it Ram? Or is it's, it both? I would say it's Rory. I would say that Rory, as we've seen throughout this whole PGA Tour live debacle, Rory's been the the guy that has really kind of stepped up to the plate. And we know that he he plays that role well in golf and in the locker room. And I think it is going to be him. He's got, obviously, incredible Ryder Cup experience. And the, the camaraderie is something about Team Europe that they've always nailed. They've always got this right. Um, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, and I got a good look at it a couple of years ago. Luke Donald and his wife, Diane, have been really involved in organising a lot for the guys and for their partners. And they they get this right, Ryder Cup after Ryder Cup. So... I think they're they're going to be a tight team. I think we've got new blood in there. Ludwig Aberg, who would you pair him with? Looking at him right now, um, and he he has the potential to be the real stud of the team. Who would you maybe pair him up with? I'll get to that in a second, but I feel oh. like Europe has a special book, like that movie yeah. National Treasure, where they pass on this leather-bound book yeah. of all the <laughs> of the Ryder Cup passed to the next captain and it's it's takes six months to read it and it's all these things that to to win the Ryder Cup and the Americans seem to make all these mistakes like they did at Glen Eagles and they did everything wrong and 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 it all comes out and 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 Europe wins again uh I don't think uh uh Aberg will play in the morning matches I think being a rookie and just coming out of sort of college, I don't think he'll throw him in there, although Luke Donald and Rory McIlroy have said that his potential or, or talent um, oh, yeah. is once in, once in a generation. And when tour players talk about other tour players, I've told you this and I tell everybody this, that you listen to them, you, you hear what they're saying. So if Rory McIlroy and Luke Donald said that he's a once in a generational player, hey, they might put him out there first, but who would he be with? Well, let's see. I'd put him I with someone Super strong. I'd probably put him with someone like Ram. Okay. Um, someone can, someone that can put him right in the fire and show him all the tricks of the trade. Yeah. Uh, what you don't want to do is get get him out there with another inexperienced player and get run over and lose confidence. You want you want a young player to go out with a with a someone with experience. I remember when you know when I started playing in, in cups, 
and maybe I go out with Greg Norman or or whoever, and they kind of make you bulletproof. They tell you, oh, well, don't worry about that. That's no big deal. We'll, we'll get, you know, whatever. So, yes, I think it'll be, I think it'll be Ron or I don't think it'll be Rory. Rory's going to play with Lowry. I was thinking I maybe. Think either. I think it'll be high, high up top. I think it'll be, I think it'll be uh, Aberg with Ram, Victor, or Rory, possibly. Okay. I'm just um, getting the up-to-date odds on everything so that we can go through this um, and, and have a look at what's on the table. One thing I do want to add very quickly is um, we have said that guys have to get off to, or teams have to get off to a strong start on Friday. And... 70% of the time that team that leads at the end of Friday goes on to lift the Ryder Cup on Sunday. So Friday is such a great day of competition. And um, yeah, I think Luke Donald's going to be putting his strong pairings out on Friday to get as many points on the board as possible. Yeah, the first match out, you can expect both teams to try to set this, set themselves up for the week. In your team, Diane, who do you expect to play all five matches? Now, assuming that the form doesn't collapse and they get pulled mm -hmm. out, but we know Rory will probably play all five. We'll yeah. say Ram will play all five. Are you looking at anyone else down there? Hovland, for sure. Um, oh. Yeah, and, and we talked about this a lot, that this year Hovland has really like leveled up his game and contended in majors, and then we saw him go on and win the BMW and then the FedEx Cup, obviously and all that money. <laughs> so I think Hovland, um, I would like to say Tommy Fleetwood, <laughs> but you know, we have seen slight dips in Fleetwood's form over the course of a four round tournament. He maybe has one per day, which, you know, obviously we saw at the Open Championship. So I would like to say Tommy Fleetwood. I think a lot of it depends on how he starts. And, um, I mean, my heart is with Robert McIntyre. I'm hoping that this is going to be just a really... Who like, will be Robert McIntyre's partner, do you think? I would maybe say Matt Fitzpatrick, to be honest. I think that that might be a good pairing. And as I said, they battled it out to win at Marco Simone before. So I might put the two of them together. Yeah, and on the American side, I'm looking at who's going to play five matches up there. Scheffler will all depends how he's putting. Diane, he he really got off off track there at the uh, Tour Championship, and I saw on Twitter yesterday that he was getting a putting lesson from one of your European guru putting putting coaches over there. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Brooks Kepka. We haven't mm -hmm. talked much about Brooks. Uh, new father, played incredible golf this year at the Masters and at the PGA. Could have won two majors. Will he be a big factor this week? Hits the ball a mile, gets it. He's very tough. Uh, doesn't nothing bothers him. He putts well. He is an absolute monster to play against when he's playing well. Will he be a factor? I was looking at his um, past results, and we know that Kepka's gone to live. I did think that the picture that the Ryder Cup US team put out of all the players and their wives standing on the steps going up to the plane, Kepka was missing because he had just been playing in a live event. Um, yeah, so. So, you know, the rumours start around that. But Kepka's form, it, it's, we always say it's kind of hard to compare and contrast the form of guys that are playing on the PGA Tour to guys that are playing on Live. And especially now because 
we had the FedEx Cup and then we had a few weeks off and, you know, a couple of guys like Max Homa played in the Fortinet Championship. But Kepka's form seems to have dipped a little bit from what we saw when he won the PGA and finished second at the Masters. So I don't know, but he is one of these guys that he lives for this, we know, this team setup and representing his country. So um, Kepka likes being that, like having that bit of a question mark over him. He he enjoys that and he feeds off it, I think. But um, if we see Kepka and Wyndham Clark playing together, um, you know, as I said, that's the power team right there. And um, I think I would like to see that for sure. Well, in my opinion, you know, Brooks is not going to be one of these guys that makes putts in the Riders' Cup and then runs over and high fives or butt slaps <laughs> his, his opponent. Just going to walk off stoically and there would be never a person better to put him with when there's someone that hates to lose and is just as stoic and is just as mean would be Brian Harmon. Those two together, to me, would be an incredible combination. I could totally see Brooks smashing it off the tee, uh, Harmon flipping it up on the green, and them guys getting off in foursomes, no problem at all. I, I really envision that team emotionally. Yeah. Because Harmon's not going to be high-fiving anyone either. We saw uh -huh. how stoic he was in the Open Championship. Hardly anyone knows who Brian Harmon is, but we saw him just methodically destroy the field in the rain, in the cold, at the Open Championship this year. I have a very interesting... Um, well, let me give you the odds, first of all, for the winner of the Ryder Cup. Um, for USA to win right now, you're getting plus 100, which is way better than it was yesterday. Yesterday, we were like minus 100, 125 uh, between there. Um, Europe are plus 115 to win, which is actually that's shorter odds than I was seeing yesterday. And a draw is plus 1,200. So those are the odds at the top. But I was kind of looking through um, little prop bets that we could go into. And... Top event rookie scorer. And I said that we have four rookies per team. Brian Harmon has the longest odds out of all the rookies for top event scorer. Yesterday he was 11 to 1. I'm going to update that and just see what it is now. But can you believe that? The guy that won the Open Championship by six strokes. They're saying that out of all the rookies, he's got the lowest chance of being the top event scorer. Wild. Let I give the opposite. I, 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 I'll take with my prop bet. He'll have the most points for the rookie. No, I, I like. No, I, that's what I'm saying. He, I think he will. Yeah. I'm like taking him to be top rookie. But eleven to one, those odds were great for that. So I'm, a, I'm saying that Brian Harmon's going to go out there and have a, a brilliant um, debut Ryder Cup. Um, any other? Okay. Let's have a look at top U.S. point scorer. Right. So looking at. The whole U.S. team, who do you think is going to put the most points on the board? Well, I have to think of someone that's going to play five events, uh, five five matches. Honestly, I would never have thought that I would be picking this. But I think Shoffley, Alexander Shoffley, he would just be one of these guys that plays every match. Uh, probably going to be playing with Cantlay. They're hard guys to beat because they're, they're, kind of, they're kind of nerdy looking a little bit and they... <laughs> and he's, and Cantlay, Cantlay, even though I love Cantlay, he's, he, he's kind of offsetting, you know, he's got a weird waggle and he, and he, he kind of looks real American and he won't, he, the fans won't adhere to him over there because he's very American looking. Not that that means anything, but I think you know what I mean. 
Um, He can offset people, Cantlay, which is good for the Americans because he's that guy, right? No emotion. They're not going to be high-fiving one another. They they might, you know, look at one another when they make a putt. But I think... Yeah, I think... Do you get my understanding of that? Yeah. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? I am. I am. Um, if you think Cantley's going to be the top point scorer, he's plus six twenty-five right now um, on the US team. I, think I it's really Shoffley. like Shoffley. Shoffley. Uh, I think Shoffley. Fifty. So he's even higher. I really like Max Homa, who had a fantastic debut Presidents Cup, and he went four and zero at Quail Hollow. So I think that this has been, after making the President's Cup and then playing the best golf of his life, for Max Homa, this is, um, you know, he's been looking forward to this Ryder Cup for a long, long time. And, you know, even looking at his form, he hasn't finished outside the top 10 in any tournament since the Scottish Open back in July, and he finished 12th then. Um, And he hasn't lost any strokes off the tee since May. So Homa is in great form. He's 11 to 1 to be the top US point scorer. So I think if he gets off to a strong start, if he plays on Friday and starts well, I see the potential for uh, for Homa maybe uh, taking that. And I like those odds of 11 to 1. Who will he's planned to be? Will it be Morikawa or will it be Fowler? I think Morikawa. Or will it be Wyndham Clark? No, I would put Clark, Wyndham Clark and Kepka, and I would put Homa and Morikawa together. That's what I think. So you yeah. you popped out of the pod format there slightly with that pick, by the no, way. No, no. So remember, we'll they, see if they, the pods stick or not. But that's the old pod you're talking about. Remember, they changed it today. They changed it for the practice round. Don't know if that means that the pods have yeah. changed or not. Right? We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. They haven't officially announced anything about the pods yeah. yet, so we'll see. Um, but if we're just going back to Brian Harmon, top US point scorer, 26 to 1. <laughs> if you think he's just going to smash it out of the park. Um, top Euro point scorer, do you want to... Who, who would you take? And I can give you their odds. I think it's going to be Ram. I think Ram plays really good in Europe. Um, he's won the Spanish Open three times or whatever in a row or something. He gets fired up at certain times of the year. You know how big I am on on Ram, and he's yeah. been off form. So normally when Ram gets off form, it's time for him to get back on form. When I mm-hmm. when I'm most dangerous talking about Ram is when he's been playing good for quite a long stretch because he goes down up and down like everybody else. But yeah. Uh, Ram's the most dangerous player on the team, along with Hovland. Uh, Rory, Rory hasn't played his best golf in the Ryder Cup, but he is the sort of the heartbeat of that team. Um, he's had an emotional Ryder Cup, I would say, Diane, mm-hmm. from his low point would probably be where he said this whole thing was an exhibition. They didn't really care much about the Ryder Cup all the way last year when he was crying at Whistling Straits when he had a terrible performance. But I think somewhere in between there, he's changed. And okay. now I think he's guest of the Ryder Cup. And I think now he realizes that he's the new sort of Ballesteris, if you will, Woosnam, uh, Sandy Lyle, all of those big guys, Montgomery, Poulter, Garcia, they're all gone. 
Mm -hmm. Rory now realizes there's no one above him uh, that's going to take that mantle. So it has to be his. So he's got to he's got to pull himself together, Diane, and 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 play well. Ram and Rory are both plus five hundred to be the top European point scorer. Hovland plus five fifty. Fleetwood's plus seven fifty. Um, all the way down to Robert McIntyre, who's thirty-three to one to be the top point scorer. Um, yeah, I mean, the other one that I was looking at was um, out of all the captains' picks. So for both teams, who you thought might really shine through? Um, so we can go through the guys that are the captains' picks for this year: um, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, and Sam Burns for the US team. And then for Team Europe, Tommy Fleetwood, Sepp Straka, Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, Nikolai Hoygaard, and Ludwig Aberg. So out of them, who, uh, let's start with the US team. Out of the captain's picks, who do you think is going to really perform and have a great Ryder Cup? And can Justin Thomas do it? <laughs> well, I think that's your real question. I don't consider <laughs> Brooks Kepker as a captain's pick. Uh, you know, he just was... If he would have played on tour, as Scotty Scheffler said, if he would have played one more event, he would have been automatically on the team. PGA champion, runner-up in the Masters. Of course he's going to be on the team. The question all becomes around Justin Thomas, Diane. They've said that they wanted him on the team. He grew up with Jordan Speed. They've been knowing one another since they were five years old. They're going to be put together again, and we're going to see if the magic will refire. I mean, this is a Olathabal Ballesteros team of the American team. If they get knocked off, it's the same thing I said to you earlier about Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry. If the Europeans can knock apart Justin Thomas and Spieth, if, if the pairings come out and Europe sees that Justin Thomas and Spieth are up there, that is their opportunity to bust that team up. If they if they yeah. if they beat them, then mm -hmm. it adds a lot of doubt into Zach Johnson's mind whether or not he's doing the right thing with Justin mm -hmm. Thomas, or we're going to get the Sort of the post-mortem of what happens in an American loss, if that is the case. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of strategy, Diane, and there's a lot of psychology that's going on in Ryder Cup that I don't even completely understand, but I see it and I feel it. Uh, Justin <laughs> Thomas, I think, rightly so, is under a fair amount of pressure, but I think his his team has have a, a lot of a lot of times captains picks. Diane, they're put to the side. They, the captains will hide them a little bit through the first few days. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that with the Europeans, whether they'll hide a Sepp Stracker, whether they'll keep him out of the action. Will they hide Hoygaard early or will they throw him, to the, throw him in there and see what happens? A uh, lot of psychology going on, Diane. So not real worried about... Um, overall, the American team has a deeper amount of experience, even though there's four same four rookies. They're not the same four rookies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, out of all the captain's picks, if you think Kepka is going to put the most points on the board, he's uh, plus 650. Justin Thomas is plus 900. And uh, Sepp Straka, who you mentioned, uh, actually has the highest odds at 18 to 1 to be the top captain's pick scorer. I mean, we could actually stay here for hours and go through all of these. And there's obviously so much to talk about. As I said, it's Tuesday of Ryder Cup week when we're recording this. So more will come out, especially about the course setup, about, you know, are we going to kick off with four sims, which is rumored, or four ball, and the pod format, who the pairings are going to be, what the matches are going to be. 
all that's to come. And we'll keep jumping on throughout the rest of the week and, um, and we'll give you our opinions and we'll keep recapping everything that's going on at the Ryder Cup in Rome. I think what the next show that we'll do, as soon as the pairings come out, we will be jumping back on this uh, on this video and we will be telling you why they chose who they chose and why they put them where they did and who's hitting off the odd holes and why does that favor drivers and the irons. And we'll be able to pretty much tell you what's going to happen. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, pretty down to... I'm so nervous. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a great week. Um, obviously, Ryder Cup week goes around every two years and we look forward to this. We've been counting it down. Rome is going to be just a stunning venue. Um, the course is going to be, you know, the real masterpiece. And these guys are going to be shining out there. But who's it going to be that takes home the Ryder Cup this year? Well, we'll be back and we will bring you our opinions on all the action as it unfolds at the Ryder Cup in Rome. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.